people don't want to hear about it. They don't want to think about it. They don't want to do research. Like you want to go and get your favorite cosmetic company. And then they have, you know, the two pictures that like you look like you're 40 years older. And then the new picture, you look like you're 19. Like we want to buy from those companies that are going to make us look 20 years younger. <laughs> but understand that you have to read the ingredients. And in most cases, those type of companies don't have clean ingredients. Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in, for being a part of our True Form Life community. We're coming at you with a brand new show. We appreciate whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So stick around. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, so today we are talking about the toxins we put on our body. I gotta tell you, this is not an easy subject to talk about. And I gotta tell you, it's not an easy subject to talk about because people don't want to hear it. That's all there is to it. <laughs> no, it's not like, it's not like one of those subjects that's not like sexy or it's not like seemingly interesting or appealing. It's like, I don't want to know what I put on my body as long as it works right i think this is a this is a difficult subject because people love their cosmetic companies they love their cosmetic products and they don't want to hear anything bad about it that's all there is to it like a lot of people they're they're just not willing to do something different so we say if you're not willing to do something different then you're not interested in different results and then i think most of us know the um definition of insanity right that's einstein he said, the definition of insanity is doing something over and over and over again and expecting different results. So the, the problem here is that like, so there's a couple issues here is that it's not mainstream news. Like you have those like big giant cosmetic companies. They, they're on, they're on, they're on commercials. Like we grew up with them. Our parents talk about them. You have the Avon lady that was, no offense to Avon ladies out there, but you have the Avon lady and she, I wouldn't say that she was de- necessarily selling clean products. So we grew up with a certain way of putting makeup on or dyeing your hair or using soaps and lotions and toothpaste and toothbrushes for that matter. And then you have a different mindset or we have more knowledge with the internet and we have more uh, ability to do research and find research. So, I mean, that's the issue. The issue, the number one issue is people don't want to hear about it which is fine. Like we talked about in the past, like sometimes I'll talk to someone about our supplements. Like you want to know what's in that? And most people know I'm good. <laughs> That's why in one of my books, uh, one of my titles, it's called the awakening. Like it's like, it's um, like, I basically write, it's time to wake up. What chapter is that? Does anyone know? The awakening is chapter one. <laughs> and I just, I talk about like, Hey, no one's going to do this for us. No one's going to take us by the hand unless it's us. And, and tell you and teach you, you know, what's really going on. It's like, it, you know what the fun thing is like in Alberta, sometimes like we have crops, we have lots of farmers. Like two of my uncles are, are farmers. Like I have family members. I grew up working on a farm. So people don't want me to talk about red meat in Alberta because of the challenges around the digestive system. And they don't want me, me to talk about crops and um, pesticides. They don't want to mention um, GMOs. Oh boy, you say anything about GMOs around people that are, 
in that industry and they lose it. So, but I mean, it's, it's documented research. It's not like, it's not hidden. We just don't go out of our way and look, look for it, which is fine. Like I understand, like if there's something that doesn't really interest me, I don't really go around looking for it. But when it comes to food, like this is our life, like this is our essence of life. It's like, it's like, for example, you could look at a company like Monsanto and they're not, there's, there's no like ethics around what they're doing. And so they want to control all the crops or they want to control all the seeds. So if you control all the seeds, you control all the food. If you control all the food, then you control people's lives. So it's madness to me that a company like that is allowed to come in and have so much power over our farmers and then over our food system. And people don't want to hear that. They don't want to, they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to think about it, but it's like, open your or just open your eyes a little bit do, do some research listen to these conversations and you're going to have a whole different perspective but like you could look at gmos and like much of the world bans them but like most of europe doesn't allow gmos i'm going to talk about fluoride as well like fluoride it's in our water like they put they put it in our water which is insane to me because it has negative effects on our health and they used to put much more in it and then they're like oh this is a bad idea <laughs> like this is actually causing health issues so they started putting less in it i'm like what is that like you're still putting some in there and um so in that situation they're saying like it helps with our teeth and it helps keep our keep our um keep our bodies clean to a certain extent but it's nonsense like what the what the reason behind it is i mean it's, it has a lot to do with politics and the companies that are producing those fluoride products but to me more than anything it takes that it takes the choice away from us like we should have our own choice whether we want to take this or that you know like I, I just don't agree with them telling us they're making a better decision for us when okay why so ask the question why does most of the world ban them then you know what i mean like what there's got to be something that they know that either we don't which is probably a lie or we don't want to agree with or believe in or there's more powerful companies behind them making those decisions for us which again really bothers me and it should bother you too because they're taking your health into their hands because of their decisions so some of the things that i wanted to point out are at least at least four main toxins that i would recommend staying away from we look at fluoride i talked about that briefly parabens mineral oil and aluminum chloride so these are four different things that i would we are recommending you stay away from when you're buying your products and it's hard I'm telling you, it's challenging to go down any aisle where we can buy makeup, hair stuff, toothpaste, shampoo, and not find these toxins in your products. And they do crazy things to our body as well. You know what? One of the things that interests interests me is, is is fluoride because of because they put it in water, and I think it's ridiculous that they're able to do that. Especially if you look at other countries and they ban it. But if you look at like we're big into magnesium, for example, most of you know that, and that magnesium binds with fluoride, which means it makes it, it, it doesn't make it bioavailable to our body. So our body's not able to use it, digest it, absorb it, turn it into energy, turn it into a, a positive, healthy type of product. So if you're drinking water with fluoride in it, if you're drinking wa tap water, you're drinking water with fluoride in it. If you have fluoride in your toothpaste, um, your body has a very hard time processing magnesium if you're using fluoride and fluoride isn't just like they put fluoride in medications for example like so you may be taking and of course these are pharmaceuticals right big giant companies they put whatever they want in products and um we are left with a society that is mainly 
unhealthy. And I, I mean, that's just the truth of the matter. So, um, I mean, that's where we're at. And I, I think it's, so, I think it's so crazy. Look, look at these, these companies have banned or these countries have banned fluoride, China, Belgium, Austria, Finland, Germany, Denmark, Norway, Sweden, Netherlands, Hungary, and Japan. And, and we're like, Oh, what's the problem? Why, why should we not use that? Like, it's crazy. It's not like, it's not hidden. We just have to look for it. Then we can look at parabens. Um, parabens are, are just like, a um, they're preservative and see here the, the problem is like we know what it's like to have products in health food stores so when you develop a product with a shelf life if a company like if a company or store buys your product and it expires they lose money on your product so or if a company like us were to were to design a product that never expired because it was marinating in preservatives <laughs> then we would never lose money on expired product but our products expire. You have to use them in a reasonable amount of time. Otherwise they would expire. But if you have products on your shelf, like in your bathroom, my bathroom's right there. That's why I'm looking over there. If you have um, products in your bathroom that will never expire, there is some kind of chemical in there keeping them from never expiring. So, I mean, it's not a good thing. And uh, we just need to open our eyes to what's going on. Like, they're just like, they're just cheap. They're cheap fillers. It's like corn. When you look at the health food industry. Corn is one of the cheapest ingredients you could ever possibly. Corn and sugar are probably the cheapest. Uh, maybe oils that you could, rancid oils, super cheap ingredients. So they put them in these products to act as fillers. So they have more of it. And, um, it, and like there's, there's numerous studies about how the corn is detrimental to our health. Like they use corn to fatten cattle, for example, it's usually GMO corn. And they use corn to fatten cattle. So we, so like, and then we eat the corn and we don't think anything of it. Like you can find non-GMO corn, you can find better quality corn, but you have to understand like what that's doing to our bodies. Like if you're trying to gain weight and I would tell you to eat some corn. <laughs> you know, what's crazy to me when it comes to deodorants, there's also a category called antiperspirants. So do we know what an antiperspirant is? I'm not sure most people do. And if they do, they don't think about it. So it's preventing you from sweating. So when you put the chemical deodorant under your arm, it is sealing the ability for your body to sweat. Do you, can you imagine what's that that's doing to our body? Like we need to sweat out toxins in our body and then we need to re, re, replenish. We need to put more magnesium in our body. We need to put more hydration in our body, for example. But we're putting a, a chemical on our body so we don't sweat. That is mind boggling to me. That's an antiperspirant. I would say that's the worst type of deodorant we could use. But then you look at your your conventional deodorants and i think they're so infused with chemicals and fragrances that we actually do have body odor but it's masked by all this like the terrible chemical perfumes there are direct correlations that we do and things that we use every single day and people don't want to hear about it they they don't want to deal with it they don't want to spend the time paying a little bit of extra money and going to a health food health food store and um, buying a deodorant that costs a little bit more, for example, or they don't want to try something like I have a rock crystal and I, I just wet it a little bit and I rub it under my arms. Sometimes I do that um, like two or three times a day because it's not the same as your conventional, but people don't want to use a crystal because it's weird. And then people aren't going to put deodorant on more than once a day. Like why, why would they do that? They just put on their, their chemical one once a day. It's easy, right? I think that what I would feel is, is common knowledge isn't so common like um our skin is our biggest organ so when you put things on your skin it absorbs into your body and i'm not sure if most of you have heard that but you know we've said it a number of times that we've heard it 
more than a number of times. So the lotion that you're putting on and lotion is super difficult because like when I'm in Alberta, my skin gets super dry, like scaly. So I go through buckets of um, the or buckets of um, I lost it uh, lotion. And but you have to go and find you have to actually look in search for clean lotion and they're so hard to find. So actually I use coconut oil once in a while too, actually. I think that was you who said that um, using, I use actually use coconut oil instead of lotion sometimes because it's hard to find. Like if I can't find lotion or if I'm tired of buying lotion because it's so dry in Alberta, I hear all the time natural deodorants don't work. And I found out I had to be super patient, keep trying different ones until I found something that worked. I think I tried seven different deodorants before I found one that worked. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, like, you, like we say we're committed, like we, you got to be in it for the long haul. Like you have to continue to try things that work. And I was the same way. Like it took me a little bit, took, took some time too, but I think we have to be patient, continue to try new things. Um, this one here, Dorothy says young living lavender lotion. Yeah. So that's what I use. It's in my bathroom right there. I use, I don't have to use it at the beach too much because it's more humid here, but I go through a lot of it in. Alberta. So um, Dorothy distributes oils. So if anyone wants to have a look or try the um, Young Living oil, then uh, the Young Living lotion, that's something that's definitely something that we could look into or you could message her and ask her. Um, it's, you know, the thing is like that, like those, those ones are a bit more expensive, but consider what you're comparing that to. You're comparing that to something that's jam packed with parabens and mineral oil and aluminum, things that we don't shouldn't be putting in our body or on our body. So it's like two different products. It's like when we talk about, it's like when we talk, talk about our magnesium, for example, you can go to the dollar store and get yourself some uh, magnesium if you want. But that, but the chemicals and issues they put, issues, the, the chemicals and the ingredients they put in are more detrimental to your health than beneficial. So understand that if you go buy the cheapest anything on the rack, it's going to be toxic in most cases. We use Young Living toothpaste as well. And then... Sometimes I'll use the, um, Dorothy, you can help me out with the name. Sometimes I'll use that um, Ambrite or something for deodorant. It's actually toothpaste, but you can use it for deodorant. Funny story. I was like, well, if you can use that toothpaste, I ran out one time. And I was like, if you can use that toothpaste for deodorant, why can't you use any toothpaste? So then I grabbed another toothpaste that I was using to brush my teeth. And I started to put it under my arms and it didn't work at all. <laughs> Dorothy says, so that toothpaste that young living toothpaste name is aroma bright thank you for sharing that with us Dorothy. so that's what we use for deodorant sometimes uh, aluminum so mineral oil is another one so you know what's scary about or sorry did i say mineral oil mineral oil is a bit scary because it puts like a thin layer on your skin you know what i mean so our skin doesn't breathe properly you, you have issues sweating that's what i was talking about with an antiperspirant i'm sure mineral oil is one of the first ingredients in an antiperspirant but you know like when you have you put something like mineral oil on and it actually clogs your pores i think it's scary i think it really is like our body's supposed to be supposed to sweat and supposed to naturally absorb and it's to be able to perform the way it's supposed to we shouldn't be putting chemicals on our body that prevents that so i think that's a bit scary for us and i just look at all the items it's in my gosh like baby oil lipsticks um baby lotion like these things that we're putting on our kids like it's scary it really is and it bothers me that they're allowed to do that that's what i think that's the that's the thing that stands out to me the most is that like it's okay or accepted by society 
toothy pits, Darley said. <laughs> you could, I think that there is a company, um, I think that there's something wrong with talc. I'm pretty sure there's something wrong with talc powder. And that big company, I don't know if it's Bayer. Actually, I think Bayer bought Monsanto, if you could imagine. So Bayer is the, is the they do like aspirins or pain relievers. So they're a huge pharmaceutical company. And um, I think someone got sued for a lot of money because of the talc in talc powder or sorry, the talc in baby powder, that's actually detrimental to our health. And like for years, you sprinkle that on your little baby's butt and hope for the best. And then kids are breaking out in rashes and then they're, oh, it's not the talc powder. It's because they're sitting in a wet diaper. Like, ugh, it's so frustrating for me. Um, aluminum chloride. So we need to look at for products that say aluminum chloride free. And you, and you have to be careful because on now like companies, they're becoming savvy to what we're looking for so now we're looking for they know we're looking for paraben free products so it'll say paraben free and um but they'll have aluminum chloride in there or it'll say aluminum chloride free and they'll have mineral oil on there so it's um you know it's it's really eye-opening to at least to me to understand like what you know what's happening and what they're doing you know what's really nice about young living is in most cases you don't have to worry about them um running out of products I mean, you know, like we went through the whole hand sanitizer thing. They still run out of that. But I mean, like if you go to a home sense and you find random products and you read the ingredients and you find them clean and they're a bit cheaper, but you can't always find them there. So in most cases you order from Young Living, they're going to have your toothpaste. They're going to have your toothpaste that Aroma Bright you use for deodorant, for example. So, and then that's a company we believe in and then we trust. And Dorothy and I did years of research. Dorothy used the oils for a bit. Then we got into Thieves for, for a bit. And then we got into the other cosmetic products. So it's a company we believe in and we trust. And it took years to find a company like that. So it's not, just wasn't randomly, oh, let, let's try this. Like I can think of three companies right now, like those multi-level home-based businesses. And I, I, like, I, I would, I'm not going to mention them, but I wish I could <laughs> professionally and reasonably but they put terrible toxins in their products and they promote clean products like animal cruelty free like okay what about people cruelty free don't get me wrong i'm a huge animal lover so i'm glad that they don't experiment on animals but they're also experimenting on people consider this when gmos were released in 1996 1996 which means there is no long-term research on what they do to our bodies right doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me so we they're experimenting on us on human beings we're guinea pigs until they realize this is and i'm sure they're going to they're going to realize that it's detrimental to their health and they're going to slowly stop using them until there is to it when it comes to gmos on top of that companies like safeway for example pay millions of dollars to campaigns where people are trying to get them to label products. So some people are saying, well, we should know those are, there's, that's a GMO, no, GMO product. And then the companies that are pr producing the GMO products are like, no, they shouldn't. And we're like, why not? So companies like Safeway, for whatever reason, because those GMO companies give them um, kickbacks, they donate millions of dollars to those campaigns to not let products be labeled. Is that crazy? It's insane to me. I just want to, I, I want to mention Teflon real quick in, in cooking materials. So, Teflon, we have, I actually had this cool study. Well, not cool, but they tested this on birds and the birds are actually dying because of the Teflon, like the Teflon pan, the fumes and the toxins that were being released, the birds would die. And I don't remember, I don't know exactly, like in his, I'm a history guy. So in history, some kind of chemical, like when they would mine for coal, I think there'd be some kind of chemical released once in a while and they'd send birds in there. And if the birds came out, then they'd know it was clean air. 
And if the birds would die, then they know they couldn't mine there. So this is kind of crazy. It's like the same thing. They, they were testing Teflon pans on birds and the birds were dying. So, I mean, how about we don't use Teflon? Like for me, hopefully we're buying good quality food. Hopefully we are um, uh, paying attention to the ingredients. Like they're buying the ingredients. Hopefully we're buying local, buying good quality foods. We're paying attention to what it is we're putting in our body. So we're cooking it in a pan. So understand that if you're cooking it in a pan, you are in a Teflon pan, you are creating toxins. So look to other things like ceramic or look to um, cast iron pans. So it's just, it's just very important. Like we talking about, this is a whole lifestyle. It's a whole lifestyle thing, not just one thing that we're looking at. So pay attention to what you're, what you're cooking your food in on the same level, what you're cooking your, or sorry, what you're storing your food in. So if you're storing your food in cheap plastic containers, I mean, I personally believe that that plastic would leach into our food. I, I really dislike plastic. I just can't stand plastic on a deep level. I try to avoid plastic as much as I can in most situations. Of course, our, we, have, we live in a world of plastic, so it's impossible to avoid it altogether. But I think like using glass containers for your to store your food in is a much better option. And then my last point here is about the microwave. Again, people don't want to hear about the microwave, but um, the microwave, like we have living enzymes in our food. We do damage those living enzymes when we cook food. So that's why we tried to portray or mention or share with you that we shouldn't be cooking too much or cooking our food too much. Like your sh food shouldn't be mushy. You shouldn't be boiling your food, for example should be steaming it or eating raw, like eating raw veggies, for example. So um, when you, we put our food in the microwave, it, it cooks the food from the inside out. So it basically eliminates all of the active enzymes in the food. On top of that, they send radioactive waves throughout the microwave to cook the food. So we don't, we never use a microwave. We don't, I don't know if we own, there's no microwave here at the beach. And the only thing in Alberta we use our microwave for is to, to, to heat bags, like heat bags, to heat heat bags. That's it. Otherwise, we wouldn't even have one. Actually, it came with the house, so otherwise, we wouldn't buy one. And I know it's like, remember I talked about breaking up with your beliefs, but I know it's challenging for a lot of people because that's your lifestyle. Like, all you do is like, you heat your food in the microwave. That's what you do. And to break that is, is challenging because it takes a bit more time, but not a lot more time. So instead of putting your food to heat up in the microwave, you put it in a pan on the stove. And then it takes about five minutes longer. That's it. So um, that's something to consider. And I mean, if you're cooking food in the microwave, understand what you're cooking. Like if you're cooking cheap, like um, like cheap meals in the microwave, those have got to be not good for you. I think that there should be a balance of holistic medicine and when needed, Western medicine or pharmaceuticals, if you will. Like I think that like, surgeries or life um, altering situations, I'm not someone that says don't ever take medication. I just think it's overly prescribed and we use it as a crutch. So um, instead of taking a bit of a longer route that may take more time and effort, um, the long run, we're going to be healthier and live a cleaner lifestyle. And then you can look at prevention. I mentioned this in the past. I have a show, I have a show coming out recently and I interviewed a doctor. So she started as a, a conventional doctor. She started in the, in the Western world and she's a, she became a doctor. She's a pediatrician. And then she realized she could only treat her. She could only treat the kids that were already, um, that already have issues, like they already have a uh, major concerns. Um, and then she wants, so she went back to school and she studied the whole holistic side of it because she wanted to know how to prevent. And that was such an eye opening statement to me 
that she was saying that like as a doctor she knows that in most cases you treat when you look at holistic you prevent so her and i believe the same thing like you should prevent as often as possible whenever you can and when there's no other choice you use medication but in many cases we feel like there are never you know, like, oh, I got a headache, pop some pills instead of use, using essential oils. Just for an example, like Dorothy's, I call her my, my oily queen, but she always like has ideas of what you could use. Um, so I burned my, I burned my belly for like, uh, I don't know, actually on a cast iron band. And instead of you going to the pharmacy and getting like some burn spray, for example, I put a couple of drops of essential oil on and it almost um, disappears. So uh, it almost disappeared. So I'm going to wrap things up again. That's a difficult, difficult subject to talk about. It really is. And I, like I said, people don't want to hear about it. They don't want to think about it. And they don't want to do research. Like you want to go and get your favorite cosmetic company. And then they have, you know, the two pictures. Oh, you look like you look like you're 40 years older in this picture than you do regularly. And then the new picture, you look like you're 19. <laughs> Like those, like that, that's what we want to buy from. We want to buy from those companies that are going to make us look 20 years younger. <laughs> but understand that you have to read the ingredients. And in most cases, those type of companies don't have clean ingredients. Um, I, th you know, I, I honestly, I think it's a bit more expensive to produce cleaner products. So that's why you don't see the companies that we use on TV because they don't have huge margins. So like a huge um, cosmetic company would spend pennies designing their um, products, designing their product, what's in the bottle, for example. And then they would spend most of, they'd actually spend most of their money on marketing material. I know this for a fact. I know a company that spent some, I had a friend, a good friend of mine, her um, sister-in-law who worked for one of these companies, their marketing budget quarterly was $4 million, $4 million. Could you imagine like another company, like a cleaner company trying to compete with that? It's, it'd be impossible unless you had that much money coming in, but you don't have that much, you don't have that much money coming in when your margins are smaller because your ingredients are cleaner. When your ingredients are cleaner, it costs more to produce. Like for us, for example, we use glass bottles because I don't want to use plastic bottles for like, this is glass, for example, we could use plastic and make a bit more money. Actually, we can make a lot more money because when they ship it, there'll never be a broken bottle if we use plastic. And um, um, and it's and it, it doesn't weigh as much. So we could save money on shipping. We could save money on broken containers. But I don't want to do that. So you, we could. So that's the difference. Like we have a we will have a good quality product. I don't want to put it in a cheap plastic container. That's not our branding. That's not our purpose. That's not our goal. So um, that's how I know for a fact there's better margins for companies that use low quality products. I, I think I mentioned my story in the past, but I had all kinds of health issues because I had a whole tackle box full of supplements and pills and powders. And I was kind of tired of it. So I started to develop my own. And that's where we're, Complete Truth Protein came from. That's where our vanilla product come from. That's where this comes from. So you have to understand, like do your research. And like, I'm, I'm like, I'm pretty happy. Like I have some of my own stuff. Like this is our own. Like we put so much time and effort into developing our own stuff. I can grab that our own brand and product and be like, you know, this is amazing. Like I feel good taking these products, you know, like some of these products, like if you look at some public figures and read their ingredients on their products, they're horrible. And that's because they have no idea about the ingredients. Like they have no idea. All they do, they have a huge, they have 
hundreds of thousands, millions of people following them. So they hire, a, it's called a contract manufacturing company to develop a super cheap product. They slap their name and their picture on the product and they sell it to millions of people. And they'll buy it because they trust that individual that they've been following for years, which is insane to me. Like you, we don't question these things anymore. We don't think about it. So like regardless of, of, um, of regardless of who you're, who you're working with or who you believe in, you should still do your own research. I, I'm telling you, I interviewed, um, Mark Sesson, he's a big um, paleo guy and he'll he'll be the one of the first ones and they develop their own products and such clean as well. And he'll be the first to tell you that you should do your own research when it comes to products, even our products. Go and do the research, find out what's in it. Don't just take someone's opinion for it. You guys have a great day. Thanks again for being here with me. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Once again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. You can always find us on facebook.com slash trueformlife. We post stuff there a couple times a day on our story. We're always trying to bring you more content around living a healthy lifestyle, whether that be nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. We also have free challenges that we do at least once a month. So if you follow us along there, you'll be able to join maybe a plank challenge or a squat challenge tabata challenge whatever it may be we'd love to have you join us we're also on instagram.com slash drew tadia again we're posting up there a couple times a day along with our story all dedicated to keeping you fit and healthy and on track our main website is trueformlife.com if you want to check out some of our products some of our services or if you just want some great content from videos to blog posts and recipes and more we got all that at trueformlife.com. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.